Blog Talk Radio. everyone and I remembered to unmute. You're so proud of me. I know you are. Hi everybody. This is Marty Wigley of the PPJ Gazette Online and this is the TS Radio Network. These shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit and we will be there this next year as always. Uh, we've got so much, so much going on. Um, tonight's just going to be a short show. We just wanted to update on a few things. Um, a few of our friends from that Ohio advocacy group have joined us. Um, Kaz is going to be doing tales from the crypt on the hog report. And thank you, everybody. I, I know you love the hog report, and that, I get more complaints if we aren't on or Kaz can't make the show because she's tied up with her business. I get more complaints about what happened to the hog report. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Anyway, uh, it, it's turned out to be one of the popular segments of the show, hearing the hog report. So we'll be doing that also. Um going to be talking about an update on a Florida bill, 6035. Um, it'll stop the seizing of 50% of punitive damages awarded in nursing home lawsuits and handing it back to the Nursing Home Association, if that isn't some sick stuff. And supposedly for upkeep. Uh, Deb Dahmer was going to be on with us tonight and was unable to make it. We were going to be talking about this at length. She's been fighting for this for five years after her father suffered terribly in a nursing home. Um, So we're going to be talking about that, but more extensively here in the next couple of weeks when she has more free time. Oh, goodness. Um, With me, of course, tonight is Kaz. Say hello, Kaz. Hello. Thanks for having me tonight. Of course. I'm excited to be Thanks on. For- it's been a few weeks. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. Oh, we You've got been so a busy much great grandma. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, got a new great grandbaby, a baby boy. And um, holy cow, I think I'm getting old, but I'm not sure. Anyway. No. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> got gray hair growing out of my toes, but no. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. But, Gaz, um, have you got anything to update with quickly before we get rolling here? Well, we do have um, some updates in Wisconsin. We can't say the names of the case or who the judge is, but we just found out that a judge might not be doing the corrupt thing. And Uh-oh. we're shocked. Yeah. 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 Do we have is I bet do we you have I'm... Angela on do we have Angela online from Wisconsin? Uh I think this might be her. Hold on a second. Okay. Hold on. I gotta dig through all these numbers. Okay. Angela, is that you? 
Hi, yes, this is me. There's Hi, Angela. Hi, Kaz. Hey, yeah. hey Angela. There we go. We, we, we were just on the Wisconsin update. Angela is just such an amazing advocate. She's super involved with Elena over there in the Ohio group and everything that they're doing. But she's also super involved with me here in Wisconsin because Angela lives in Wisconsin. And so wow. we had heard some rumors, Angela, about a judge that is, like, not being corrupt. And we're shocked. So we wanted to talk about the fact that we think maybe the Free Britney movement might be doing something. Angela, did you want to um, elaborate on that? You know, I have been hearing the same thing, that, you know, there are some, there's talk going on that there are cases that seem to be going um, the right way and the positive way. And it seems like we may be making some headway, and hopefully the news is traveling to some of these court systems that they need to uphold the law um, the right way. So I'm really excited that this movement may be taking off, and we're doing some positive work with you and Marty, because you and Marty, you've done an amazing job. And I think that your word is getting out and people, you know, are talking and court systems may be um, feeling that they have to do the right thing now and be that they might be held accountable. Well, you know, Wisconsin, we don't have a whole lot of stories that come out of Wisconsin, as as you know, because we brought you a few, but not as widespread as, for, for example, Pennsylvania. Florida. And so in Wisconsin, they know how to protest here in Wisconsin and they know how to get riled up and get angry in Wisconsin. Just like look out for us cheeseheads. But Angela and I have had this was gosh, it's probably been over a year now. Angela and I have had meetings with senators here in Wisconsin and we've really been talking about it, really trying, you know, working under, you know, underground and doing things and and i feel you know angela you've just been amazing and before COVID, we used to have meetings at the bakery every so often we'd have our little advocate uh, meeting and have coffee and leftover bakery and we had a few other people that would join us but since COVID, we haven't been able to do that so we've had our little our little you know nazca wisconsin group going on just kind of under the radar but we're excited to hear that that some judges are not being corrupt. I don't know. What do you make yeah. of that, Marty? Well, what I make of it is it, the cat's out of the bag on this now with the Britney Spears thing. And by the way, she is not out from under conservatorship. They just ditched her old man and got her a new, as I call it, zookeeper. They're going to keep mm-hmm. draining her estate. They're going to keep running her, doing everything they're doing to her. They just It's going to be a new face and a new day. So don't get to cheering just yet. Right. And, and Marty, now, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. This is Elena, Marty, and I was just wondering if maybe yeah. was, is this the reason, the reason why her father was suspended or transferred or whatever is because they need to do the accounting, and then maybe she'll be uh, yes. cut free? That's what I'm hearing, but I don't well, know. No, they – yeah, well, they they are going to do the accounting. Uh, he he took that girl for the literal tr- ride, um, millions oh, of yeah. dollars he took from her, and um, mm-hmm. 
uh, and just had absolute, absolute control over everything she did. And I think that's what stunned people when they realized how intensive and abusive this was. And this is not an aberration. This isn't a one-of that happened. This goes on in these things every day. Now, mm-hmm. between this situation, which is, of course, caught you know, national headlines, the movie I Care a Lot, which really scared a lot of people, and it was based mm-hmm. on a true story. And actually, the, the Guardian in there, as I understand it, I could be wrong. If I am, I'm sorry, but it was based on April Park's character, character out of Nevada, and <clears throat> because this is how she did mm-hmm. business. But, yeah, and so these things have put this in the public's face, that this can and does happen. And the people behind the movie said, well, you know, that was a fictionalized, it was a fictionalized account of real-life situations, yes. But see, mm-hmm. then the Britney Spears thing came along, and this brought it to life. This brought it to life. And, um, you know, on what you have going on there, you know, like you're working undercover, like you say, because you have to be so careful to keep quiet who your contacts are, who you're talking with in the media, in the government, because as we know, a glory hog will fly in and insert themselves into it, and everything goes off the rails. And um, I know. So... You know, it just, it's unfortunate we can't talk about the things we do and what efforts we're making because we're trying to avoid this interference. And it makes us all look bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's sad. You know, it makes us, yeah. So we we just have to keep everything. And I want to talk again, too. They just had this (laughs) Senate committee hearing uh, on elder, elder abuse or just elder whatever. And it meets once a year. It is a non-regulatory commission. It means it has no authority to make any laws, do anything, change anything. All they do is sit and listen and snooze and pick their nose while people get up and talk and then everybody gets up and leaves. Now, they get $74,000 a year for holding that chair down once. And But it is a another one of these front outfits that's put out there. So you're supposed to think. They are actively working, trying to fix this, and that they really care about what you have to say, and nothing could be further from the truth. So you look at this bill that just came out by Susan Collins and Bob Casey. Now, we go back a long time with Bob Casey to Tracy Miller, who begged and pleaded with that man to help Mm -hmm. her. Her brother was under a terrible, terrible guardianship. I don't know whatever became of that man. Yeah, and Tracy begged that man to help her, and he would not. Tracy died, and like I say, what happened with her brother, I can only imagine, but and I don't want to yeah. imagine. But anyway, Casey mm-hmm. is useless. He always has been. Um, mm-hmm. Susan Collins, it's turning out, is pretty much the same way. A lot of talk and no action. This bill comes out. There is When you're reading legislation, understand something. Anything that comes out and says, you know, an act to do this or that, anything that government calls an act is something they're going to do by force. A bill is something they're going to do by law. Keep that in mind. Then when you mm. read the text, and you have got to read the text. Just because the title says we're going to save all the old people from these predators doesn't mean that's what's in there. And you get to reading through it, and here's this bill. Now, in order for it to become law and to have any weight, 
There must be a crime cited, like isolation. Okay, you make it an actual crime. Like and then there must be, yes, and then there must be a penalty for that crime. Okay, so if you get caught doing this and we prosecute you, you can get five years in prison. And I'm just saying that hypothetically as an example, but there must be a penalty. The third phase is enforcement. Who enforces that law? Is it the police department? Is it the attorney general? Who enforces that law? If you read these bills, there are none of these things in them. They are basically nothing more than fancy toilet paper. Uh, the Chris right. bill. It, all it does is reiterate different things of uh, Britney Spears' case that we all know and ends with the final statement that says a judge can allow her the right to pick her own attorney. You have that right anyway. It is that probate examiner that's removing that right from you, violating your rights. But you're right. in a, tri- a tribunal and not a court of law. But this here again, we put this out and everybody passes it around and goes, ooh, and, ah, and the glory hogs all go, well, I know it doesn't say anything, but I'll take what I can get. As I've said, you got nothing. Are you happy with mm-hmm. that? The same thing with this Collins and Casey bill. Absolutely nothing in it that would be of value. No, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, at least they tried. No, they didn't. No. They put out a piece, uh, they put out a bill that was intended to con you, to make you think they were doing something, that they actually gave a crap. It is a worthless piece of paper. And And um, we were talking to um, Casey's office right before that, and there was no mention of that, none. And then on our third meeting with one of his aides, they all of a sudden said, well, you need to form a formal group. You need to have one or two um, dictated leaders. Like, it was really... Uh, and the, you know why they I mean, want to do was, that. Uh, right. One of the things that, like when they're, uh, like say for instance, when they're hunting groups on the net, like the uh, the FBI going after, like say people that were involved in that insurrection, what they're looking for is the leader. That's the person they want. And that's why they're trying to make you form groups. They want to know who the right, leader is. You're designated. I said I, I yes. intentionally wanted to not come as a, a group, but like a, a group, well, not a formal group, but a group of advocates and victims yes. that are advocating for change. I said, I pur- we purposely did that. You know, we purposely right. wanted that. And, um, yeah, and here it turns out he was working with a short glory hug. Yeah. And he came oh, up yeah. with this whole thing the next week, like totally blindsided us. It was totally, you could just tell there's so yeah. much, cor- I mean, I feel that there's so much corruption anyway. My feelings are. Well, the fact you have to look at who he's working with, and that should tell you right there, the man has no integrity. He never yep, has man. had. <laughs> he has no integrity. Mm-hmm. He has no intentions of doing anything except putting his name out there and a big grin on his face and talking about what he did for you. He didn't do shit. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I Neither know. did his glory hug. And um, nope. so that's, you know, the. And all these bills that come out, they're all what I call fluff and buff. They're to placate you. They're to keep you quiet, make you think, oh, we're trying. Well, it's hard because, you know, we have to gather all this in, and we have to have a system for gathering information. See, somebody's lying because every two years the GAO, Government Accountability Office, puts out a report on this. And they Mm -hmm. look at like five to 10,000 cases. And they already know how many cases there are. They already know what the value of them is. 
they already know the length of time, what court they were in, what state. They already know every bit of it. They have it, but they keep telling the public, oh, we, this is state's business, and we can't get into it. It was right up to the point you started accepting federal funding. And the minute you became beholden to the feds for nursing homes, through Medicare, uh, home health care, it's paid by the government through Medicare, the minute you did that, now it's not state's business anymore. And this is right. how the Supreme Court even says um, they won't hear any of these cases because anything that's in rem, meaning in motion, in the state is the state's property, get that, and business. And they can't get in it. Hmm. And I thought, what a cheap shot, you bunch of jackasses. But uh, <laughs> it just, uh, I, I don't know. We just, before we get to going too much further here, and I'm getting <laughs> a lot of requests here. Because um, <laughs> I think you're up. <laughs> um, it's time for the hog report. <laughs> oh, cute. So, Marty, today we're going to discuss the lion hog. And the lion hog, sometimes the lion hog believes their lies because they're a little delusional. And other times the hog just makes up the lies because they want you to um they want you to buy into this persona that the hog is doing. So we have a um you know, we have some celebrity hogs out there even. I mean there's many degrees of glory hogs. We all know many. But I, I wanna share a really funny glory hog story that got back to me. So the glory hog was acting like the glory hog was super you know, super working with some, you know, politician. And the glory hog wrote the letter, the email. Well, the email came out. And it, the email says, dear glory hog, you are so wonderful. You are so blah, blah, blah. I mean, just blow smoke in the direction of the glory hog's little winding tail. And that was the email. And then it got forwarded. But our little glory hog forgot to change, like, the email addresses. So the glory hog like got busted for like writing the the email themselves Himself? and forwarding it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? So, um, but so anyway, that I just wanted to you know warn people that when you get forwarded emails here, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell people how they can like cut through the hog poop. Okay, so when you're forwarding an email and you just hit forward. Anything within the content of that email can be changed and then forward to you so that if you're a glory hog, you can change it all up to, you know, make yourself more of your hogness, you know, mm. and they can also go in and actually change the email address of who it looks like it has been sent by to further make people think, oh, oh, wow, this, this hog is really really working with some hires up but what you need to do is you need to send the email as an attachment so if you ever get one of these glory hog emails it's a forwarded email with you know the stuff i don't know it's just the hogs ask to have it sent to you in an attachment because if it's sent in an attachment you can trace and there's like a little side button on your computer and you can actually trace all the like ip addresses and everything to see where that original email um, began and any computer can do it and so it's just an extra little thing to have in your toolbox 
if a hog forwards you an email, ask, you know, you can reply, hey, could you send that to me in an attachment? Because once it's sent as an attachment, then you can verify if that actually was a legit um a legit email, but you probably are good. And the hog probably, the hog probably won't even know that you can do this. <laughs> Super busted. Yeah. But you'll probably see the same IP address that you just got the email from, and then then they're busted. So anyway, I thought that we would have some some little giggles over the glory hogs missteps today. Any comments? Well, I oh yeah. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, me and Cause and I were talking about this, uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, I guess, about how I think this one glory hog in particular, the little one, um, started out. He was, um, I think, he preys on victims, like because this is yeah. the part that's really scary or dangerous. Is they always use some truth. They always say some truth, and they they're coming from their heart and their soul, and they speak like they are, but they're really not. And then. There's always partial truth, but a lot of lies, a lot of misconception. Mm-hmm. And if you really, really are observant and pay attention, you can catch it. You have to be really yeah. observant. I hate to tell people to be, like, jaded or, like, on guard, but you you have to be because some of these people are just going back to report information to the no-good doers, the bad doers. Yep. And it's the perfect that's, business, you know, targeting on victims. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the another one, thing that's done, too. Um, get this set up here. But um, I was, I've had them. There's three glory hogs that I know of. I've coached other people to email me as if they know me and ask me how I am, how is my family, so what are you up to, anything interesting going on? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see them anywhere attached to me, but I will see them attached to these hogs. Mm-hmm. I guess what bothers me is the people who are willing to do this. If I want to know something about you, I'm going to come right straight to you. And I'm not going to send somebody right. else. And uh, But this is the way, yeah, yeah, this is the way these glory hogs work. They've got such a bad reputation and such a bad oh, reputation yeah. for lying and pumping themselves up. Um I know one posted to my web page under an article here a while back. And there were two articles, you know, they're stacked. And one was about a radio interview with Terry LaPointe. And the other one was on a totally unrelated topic. So the glory hog comes on my site at about 3 o'clock in the morning and writes on there about how congratulations on your interview with Terry LaPointe. And it wasn't what the article was about at all. and But then it goes on and talking, and then at the end it says, but don't ask Marty Oakley uh, for any recommendations on me. She she routinely discredits me or tries to, and my legitimacy is beyond reproach. I almost <laughs> threw up. Who in the hell talks about themselves like that? Um, wow. My legitimacy, you know. I removed the comment, blocked the person. Beyond repose. Who does? That would be like me saying, my God, I'm a diva. You know, we know I'm not. And, um, you know, it just. uh, Right. But this self-adulation, this self-adoring, nobody thinks more of him than he does. 
and um, it, it just is, I think, absolutely, well, it's almost oh. fascinating to watch it because it's so twisted and perverse. But go ahead. <laughs> That's a good word, twisted and perverse. <laughs> and I like for me, great, though, because, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying for me and my hog report, at first I was really nervous because I heard that it was going over good. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Am I going to be able to do this every week? And I, I have so much content. The hogs just help me out, and I, well, I don't think I'm ever going to run out of content, Marty. Because <laughs> they're never going to quit. And 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 it's interesting because you know that that they get caught in it, and that's what I liked your story because that you know they they think they're doing this, and then they get caught. And it's like, yeah, yeah the. Well, well I'm sure that they'll say they were hacked. Oh, oh, I was yeah. hacked. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nobody hacked you and then talked about you like, you know, look at me, adore me to the star I am. And don't you have some some of these people, you know, laying out on a big fainting sofa with a bearskin blanket <laughs> thrown over them. You know, their head tossed back and everything. Look at me. Am I gorgeous or what? And <laughs> <laughs> my all my glory hogness. And um They're supermodels. But it's Yes. The supermodel oh, hog. Oh my gosh, I feel oh, another hog report for next week, the supermodel hog. I uh, feel like I threw up in my mouth. This inspired me, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> we could all be oh. hogs for um Halloween. Yes, there you go. Yes. <laughs> yes, and we're hoping to do a really fun show for Halloween. We had talked about that um, weeks ago, and so that is is that still the plan, Marty? We will have Elena and Angela back and do our yes. big Halloween hog report. Yeah, the tales from the crypt. Yeah, tales from the so crypt. So this is our this yep. is our preview. It should just be yes. like even call-in show, and people can just call in with honey, like funny hog stories, or their favorite. Okay, hog that stories. would be good. That would be good. You like that? Yes. Should that be our yeah. Halloween? That's the the Friday. So the yeah. Friday before Halloween, we're gonna really yeah. scare everybody, and we're gonna like we're gonna dish the dirt that these hogs, this is not make believe, just like mm-hmm. something that doesn't exist. They're real. Yeah, they're not a mess. Okay, they're um, real people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we got so we got that planned for the 29th. 29th. The 29th. Hogs we get on the Halloween. 20th. Yep. Hogs, hogs and Halloween. Yeah. The the Friday before Halloween. What should we call it? Like hogs. Hogs. hogs and Halloween. I thought Halloween on a Friday. Something isn't right here. Wait a minute. I'm getting over here on a calendar now, girls. Okay. Okay. Because uh, you oh, gotta you gotta is... book Marty when you can. She's still yeah, okay. Yeah. It is the 29th. Okay. I got my little calendar all wrong here. Look at this. All right. Everyone okay. get their costume. Yeah. Little, little pig noses and stuff. Like the pig mask from Saw. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we have okay. to get our, our sounds right, right? <laughs> The sound, yeah, the yeah. sound effects. Yes. I'm going to be looking Mark's for some good sound effects. Sound yeah. yeah, a lot of sound effects. And um, mm-hmm. open this show with, yeah, 
And I think <laughs> everyone is- grab a, a bowl of their favorite candy, and while you're listening, like, eat your peanut butter cups and stuff. That's my favorite candy. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, that sounds good to me. That's how we'll all celebrate. Mm-hmm. It'll be a fun okay. one. Okay. All right. Peanut butter right. cups and peanut butter and um, M&M's. Yeah, and we, yeah. We, can pig, we can pig out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we have a legitimate excuse. <laughs> we can pig out. It's for the show. <laughs> that was a good one. Out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can pig out for the show. <laughs> yes. yes. Pig out uh, on yep. a candy. Uh-huh. Oh, I love yep. it. It's so fun. And the audience is getting yeah. a little insight of our behind-the-scenes planning, what we do. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know, yes. the thing is, of course, I've got uh, a couple of derogatory, well, you know, this is, this is a serious issue, and usually all of this stuff is serious. Yeah. But let me tell you something. If you don't inject a little bit of humor into it, this stuff will drive you crazy. You can't be yeah. hardcore down on this stuff 24-7 unrelenting you've got to have some relief and this is just our way of trying to provide just a little bit of relief um it isn't mm-hmm. that anybody is dismissing you know the cause or <coughs> marginalizing no. it it's just that we've got to have some kind of relief from all of this yeah and, exactly. and, and if we can do it when the hogs work against us you know they work against us they sell us out they right. sell our information out so mm-hmm. i mean oh, we have yeah. to find humor in yeah or else we'll go crazy because we're fighting against right. the yeah. system, you know. Yep. And that's I mean, just it. I, and I think say, that's the... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I just, I just say... say that... See, <laughs> you say go ahead and then you just start talking. You see how that is? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's the thing, too, is is they do sell you out. They're, they're playing all sides. They're, they have no loyalties. And so no. they're playing all sides, waiting to see which side looks like it's going to win, whatever that consists mm-hmm. of. And they're going to right, jump yeah. to that. Uh, and the people they're working with have no idea that they are this duplicitous, you know, that they um, actually just have no loyalties. They're really not interested in anything other than promoting themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to do, and I think you're trying to do, Marty, and, and Cause, is educate and inform people. And you're doing it through a funny way, so it's not so serious and accusatory, yeah. but it's fun yeah. and jokeable, but yeah. it's serious well, you, at the same time. We're trying to tell you. We're trying to tell people, look, watch out for these guys. Watch out for these people. The best way to sell any information just, is with humor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've always I've always said this. Now, in my opinion, my loved one was murdered, and I know many on um, this phone call believe, in their opinion, that their loved one was murdered. And the fact that something so heinous yes. happened in our families, like in our opinion, yeah. a murder, and that has brought us together, and that we can be friends, and that we can still, I mean, yes, this is devastating. These are devastating things that everyone's going through. You know, we've gone through it like it's devastating, but you can't stay there or they win. You can't, you yes. can't allow yes. your mindset to just stay there. And I look at all the beautiful mm-hmm. friendships that I have. You know, Angela and yeah. I, we've met in person. I've lost count how many times yeah. we've met in person. And 
Elaine and I, we've had some late night phone calls just chatting yeah. away. And oh my gosh, Marty, I think I bug her every day. She's yeah. probably like, it's cause again. And I just yeah. think about, I just yeah. think about all the friends that I've made. And there's, there's so many that I couldn't even name everybody that have become friends and people who I truly care about all because in my opinion, a guardian murdered my loved one. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and here it, we are. It brings a bond. Yes, and it brings a strong bond, you know, to have yeah. that, to go through all that. You know, you're, you become so bonded to that other person that they actually yeah. know how that yeah. feels. I mean, there is not a worse feeling in the world than to watch your your dearly loved one um, for this to happen and for them to be abused and then to be murdered, you know, after they've been abused. Um, your heart just can't hardly handle it. So you do. I, I, you said it so well and so beautifully, Marty and Kaz, you know, that you have to, you have to go beyond that and find um, a place where you can create some kind of joy or not even joy, but some kind of um, outlet and Laughter is an outlet, and so you you said that very well. And Kaz and Marty, you do such, as Elena said, you do such a beautiful job at educating and helping people understand this process. Um, I don't know what I would have done without you guys. I mean, you just really helped me through all this, so thank you. You're amazing, both of you. Well, we we try oh, to give out accurate information. Yeah. Uh, we try to give so people understand what they're dealing with. Uh, if you don't understand the core action that's at work and how it works and why they're doing what they're doing the way they're doing it, how are they getting away with it? You can't make sense of any of the rest of it. And mm-hmm. it just, it, you know, okay, like let's take the creation of these tribunals. Um for probate, they intentionally pulled them out of state court. Now, if you're going to take someone's, and this is called legal capacity, if you're going to take someone's identity from them, strip them of their actual identity, they can't call themselves by their own name anymore. If you're going to do this, shouldn't you do this in a state-level court in front of an actual judge of the law with a jury present? Shouldn't you present your evidence? And instead, what happens is they are put in these tribunals that do not follow the law, they do not Mm -hmm. follow the Constitution, they do not follow the rules of evidence in the Code of Civil Procedure, and they literally rip your life away from you. They take, like I say, legal capacity is your right to your own name and existence. Now, once this happens, you no longer exist in the law as a living, breathing human being. Another thing, don't ever use the word person. You want to use individual or refer to yourself as the living man or woman. Don't ever use the word person. That is a corporate term, and it has corporate meaning. And it means that you are a dead entity. So uh, these Mm. are the things, and a lot of this I learned from John LeCron, where he always says words have meaning. Pay attention to these words. And... You you think it means one thing, but he said they are speaking a foreign language to you, and they are. 
Um, you look at the whole legal system is laced with all these Latin terms and everything else, and then they do what they call word art. And that is they intentionally construct something that with these words that have a dual meaning, one for the common public and one within the law field, and they write these things up, and you think it says one thing when in fact it says something else entirely. Because what the court is going to go by, like if you got to the Supreme Court, is the legal definition of those words. So your common definition doesn't work. And as an example of that, I'm going to tell you, here, um, remember when bills used to say, so-and-so, you know, this state may do this or that. May meant you could or you could not at your discretion. So they said, well, we need it to be stronger. So they came out with, you shall do this. With shall is a direct command. The Supreme Court came back and said, oh, no, shall means the same thing as may. In the legal field, yes, it does. It means you can or you can't. But in the common understanding, when you say you shall go to the store, you're telling someone you're going to go to the store. Mm-hmm. So now the word that you have to use is must. You must do this or not do that, whatever it is. And like I say these words have meanings. You think it says one thing, it says something else. And that, to me, uh, like I say, it is all a foreign language. If you try to weed your way through, I've got several copies of Black's Law, and I look at the definitions of various things, and my God, the lunatics are running the asylum. It just, I, I don't know, but what I do know is the public in general is fed up with what is passing for our judiciary. And when they vote themselves immunity, excuse me, you're not a lawmaking body. You can't pass a law that says you're immune. Well, we didn't. We 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 passed a a, a, a moratorium. We passed a um, a statute, and we passed a this and a self regulation. And you can't sue us, no matter how corrupt we are. Sure, I can. And uh, that's another thing. Understand this: you'll have these people from these agencies. You can't sue me because I work for such and such agency. No, I can sue you. I can't sue the agency for what you did, but I can sue you civilly for malfeasance, for abusing your position to harm a member of the public or the public at large. But see, people don't know that, and no attorney will tell you. You can sue the individual civilly and for misusing that office. And this is what we can do with judges. Um, but it, when we go back to, like, say, our Senate and our House, whether it's state or federal, the lack of representation is abominable. It is uh, – I wrote a bill up in Minnesota here last year. Maybe it's been about 18 months ago. It had to do with isolation and capping fees and this kind of thing. It got nowhere, which I knew it wouldn't, but it was – presented and the the person the senator who looked at it said oh we couldn't possibly oh we we couldn't possibly do anything like this oh no there's there's no way and my response was why not would that cut off your campaign funding right (laughs) and the response to me was well a large portion of it yes Uh uh-huh so in other words you're Mm -hmm. for sale yeah Bingo, bingo. And every time we come up with something to try to counter all of this, 
the bar associations across the country and these big elite law firms and attorneys, the cash starts flying into these accounts, campaign donations. Um, to keep that bill, that means don't pass that bill. Don't let it on the floor. And another thing, and I'm going to say this again, I've said it 10,000 times. You can write a bill, and it can be a damn good bill, and you get a sponsor, and they can get the bill calendared. Once it is calendared to be heard and it's put on the table, that bill can be amended 10,000 times without any notice to you. And it passes. You won't changes were made until it's passed and published. And this happened many times. People find that the bill they wrote has basically disappeared, and in its place is all this stuff from the bar association, uh, you know, from nursing home associations, this, that, and stuff that they put in there, and it gives them new, new authority, and it's nothing at all. And yet they'll still use your name and say, this bill was written by – no, that wasn't written by me. That's not what I wrote. Here's what I wrote. I want to know who wrote this. Who wrote that? Right. And, you know, but this is we, – we have to fight our own governments on both levels. The idea that these people refuse to represent these cases, refuse, refuse to put this – stop this in its tracks is just – and, they you know, they brought up when they, they set up these probate tribunals, but they didn't have enough money to fund auditing. Then why did you set it up? If you didn't have enough money to complete the program, why did you start the program? And but see, they never wanted it audited because, it, yes, if you, if you audited, then everybody knows, you know, who took mm-hmm. what. But mm-hmm. anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, I talked too much. No, you no, you're fine. No, I was just saying, yeah, why, yeah, and the auditing. Well, I know for the fact that they paid for the Guardian and whatever, it's it's all a bunch of crap. Because they paid for the auditing for the Guardian. They, like, the court assisted, which is illegal, right? I mean, it's illegal. They assisted, the court system assisted with the guard, with the accounting. Oh, there's always an excuse. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not talking about normal human nature excuse. I'm talking about let's make it as profitable for us as we can excuse. <laughs> you know, that's what happens. Yeah. And people just don't know because, it makes the saddest thing about this, in my opinion, is it makes you lose your patriotism because I've lost a lot of my patriotism since I've been through this. And, I, and it, it continues to diminish, and it's really sad to me because I, I never knew. You know, you would never imagine before you were in the system. Yeah, it's so true. That this happens, and it, it's really affected me and. Um, and, you know, probably it's a positive thing overall, but it's uh, educated me a lot. But it's just really sad at the same time because it's like, oh, this isn't, the, this isn't I would have never dreamed this would have happened to me. I would have never dreamed this. Law enforcement doesn't do anything? What? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you know what happened? I always say, had this not happened to me, I would have been a sheeple. So you were <laughs> saved from being a sheeple. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. 
good mm-hmm. point. At least it like brings you a bit of knowledge and keeps your head out of the sand a little bit. I mean, yeah, that's one way to look it at makes, it. It makes you totally understand that um, statement. Ignorance is bliss because so many people, yeah. they're just so ignorant. They're just happily leaving their head in the sand and they think everything is yeah. good. And okay, well, Cuddly, let's hope I it stays that way. Yeah, I've got some issues going on here. Go ahead on. I'm going to work on this and I'll be back. Okay. 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 Let, all right. Well, what's going on in Ohio? We've talked a little bit about Wisconsin and have some more positive things, but what do we got going on in Ohio? Could you update us, Elena? Uh, Ohio is really, uh, I don't know, we're up in arms. I think um, some people are coming around, and I think some people are still on the fence um, about glory hogs and what's going on. And I I feel like this is nationwide as well. Like some people want to have faith in the government and especially people that are hard Democrats. They want to have faith that, oh, no, they want to stay true to their party. But my thing is, is it's like, uh, this is where I've been at. It's like, don't stay true to your party. Don't stay true to one organization. Just stay true to yourself. That's what I, Mm -hmm. that's my mentality lately. It's like, just stay true to yourself. You don't have to be loyal to one party because I think there's, um, you know, enemies on both sides, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, um, yeah. but Ohio, I think, is coming around because I'll tell you the one glory hog was trying to interfere with uh, a friendship and relationship between a group of us that work in Ohio. And at first I thought he was successful or might have been successful, but then we came around and we got through it, and it was really a good experience. And, you know. It toughened you up, though. What was you that? know, it toughens you up. Oh, it does. You know, it you, you... You, sta- you stand up to these glory hogs, and they attack you, and they get others to attack you, and you just stand your ground. It, like, really, like, toughens you up. It does. It makes you have to really have faith in yourself, you know, and your higher gotten... belief in your purpose. Oh, yeah. I mean, since I've been doing, I Marty and I have been doing this show for about two and a half years now. And just, you know, Marty is so, is so wise and just knows so much. But just being around Marty and then always talking about these topics and doing my research that I do, I can spot them pretty quick. And I couldn't do that before. So I feel like I can sniff the hog. <laughs> You know, you start, you, there start to be, if you start to see, and here's how you're going to know you're around one. I actually had heard that they do tests in the workplace and they don't give, they don't give the test to the, basically the sociopath. They give it to everyone who works with that sociopath. And when, and then it's how people around this person answers the questions that starts to show, you know, this person is probably one. And it is going to be a lot of drama, a lot of lies, just telling a lot of lies, creating a lot of drama, just like what we see these glory hogs do, um, big, you know, big egos, big, you know, and you start to, like, just kind of look through, listen to what they're saying, watch what everyone else is saying, watch all the reactions. They're always pitting one person against another person. They seem to enjoy yeah. that. There always has to be a scapegoat for yeah. them. And when you start to see the person doing that, the average person isn't going to pick up on it right away, but pay attention to that person. 
and beware because that's what they are. And you can't fix it. Can't fix it. You know? Right. You can't. Yeah. They're in, they're not just in your workplaces. They're in your churches. They're in your PTAs. They're, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just, you can't escape these kind of people. I don't know what the percentage of people that are like this. I think that will be my next research because I would like to know, like, if it's like, let's say 2% of the population, but as the population is getting larger, that the actual number is is going up of people who have these tendencies. But I think it's more than 2%. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll research that one. Maybe Marty will know when she gets back. Like, what percentage of the population mm-hmm. is Glory Hog? Oh, I think it's Marty. Marty. They, they, represent, yeah, they represent about 8%. Um, they are born sociopathic, psychopathic. Yeah. Um, in the general population, that's why I say there's far too many of them um, that are roaming around for this to be an aberration. There's too many of them. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's something that occurs commonly, mm-hmm. and um, you're going to run into these people everywhere, and they are predators of one kind or another almost always. Mm-hmm. And nothing is worth mm-hmm. having unless they can take it from someone else. Marty, and you are always, a wealth of information. You are just, I, I love to listen to you because you are a wealth of information. And it's its no. just a, it, it's very, very, um, very refreshing. And it, it's so helpful too. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, Marty. Oh, I well. often say Marty's yes. got an eidetic memory because she does. She remembers yes. everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always mm-hmm. figure somebody yep. ever poked a hole in my head, all the stuff that had come running out of drown people. It just uh, mm-hmm. I want to catch some of it. I want to be there and catch it. What, I am ready. Do you? Oh, go ahead. I think actually, Elena, you sent me the video of, and it was there's the top three. Um, what was it? The top three professions that these narcissists are in, and they're CEOs. They're, believe it or not, they're medical doctors. Yeah. And this is the other one that's really crazy. They're clergy. Top three places you're going to find them. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the medical doesn't surprise me, and that's why, oh, Angela, what were you telling me about one of the bills that they were proposing, and they said, oh, the guardians just have to be more qualified and, like, have this medical background, I'm like, no, no, no. I know from experience that those medical people have sick minds, sick, sadistic minds. Some of them, not all of them. I'm not saying all of them. I'm not jaded completely. I know some of them are good. But a lot of them that, like, want to take advantage and have that, like, mindset, Mm -hmm. that criminal, white collar criminal mindset will say whatever they want. You know, they're sadistic, too. They have sadistic tendencies, you know. You know, and, and along that vein with doctors, what we're seeing, and I, I don't want to get COVID, going on this phony COVID thing, but what they're doing now, and I've heard from people out on uh, D.C. in that area, the VA and the hospitals out there are refusing to treat people, even in the emergency room, if they won't be tested and vaccinated for COVID. Now, oh. um, yeah, this is this is sick. When we have at least, what is it now, 9,000 doctors and scientists on that New Brighton Declaration that said this is all crap. Um, But in digging around, I wondered what we could do about that. 
Well, if you could get an attorney to represent you, which is highly doubtful, but if you mm-hmm. could, you could, you could charge them with failure to provide care. They're required to by law. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is negligent homicide. If someone dies because you didn't care for them, that's negligence. And the third thing is death by incompetence. You obviously are incompetent or you would have never done such a thing. And But this is what I'm saying. We have options and there are laws. None of them are being used. We're letting them get away with this um, with this COVID thing. It is estimated that at least 46,000 seniors have succumbed to whatever they're doing. Now, my personal belief is there is no virus. They still have not isolated, purified, identified any such virus. So what is it people are dying of? I want to know. And what is it they're getting sick with? I think, this is my personal opinion, they're getting sick with the flu like they do every year. And it's seasonal. It has different flus for different seasons. <laughs> and we have hyped this up. And now instead of somebody having the flu, oh, they got COVID. You know, look at their foot. It's swollen up. They got COVID toes. Um, you know, so all this nonsense coming out. And, but they, they take New Jersey. They went into that hospital and the people in the nursing homes and they put them, remember the big push for ventilators? We had manufacturing plants converting to ventilator, and then we find out there were 5,000 unused ventilator units sitting in a warehouse in New York. New York, who was screaming, We need ventilators. People are dying because we don't oh, have yeah, ventilators. Going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it turned out 94% of the people put on those ventilators died. And I talked to an epidemiologist, a microbiologist that I've talked to over the years. And I said, why are they dying? He said, Marty, the lung is impacted. He said, they've got some sort of lung infection, which tells me that whatever is happening is being spread aerosol through the air. And it isn't a virus. It is something they have spread through the air. And they're doing it in areas just like chemtrailing. And then you see these clusters of these cases. Well, anyway, he said the lung becomes infected and compacted. He said the worst thing you can do is put a ventilator in there. He said and force air into that lung. He said you explode the lung. There's no outward injury, but that's hmm. how they're killing them. I almost, you talk about the vomit coming up in your throat. But the big push behind this is to get rid of the elderly people who are chronically ill. And you see this whole mindset in the country now of these even young kids that, you know, well, your grandparents are old. They've lived long enough. We had that one doctor stand up and say, no one should want to live past 75. What's the point? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, doc, you first, you first. And um, <laughs> somehow my life, you know, doesn't matter. Excuse me. You'd have to live my life to know that. But it just, this is what I'm saying. We are being dehumanized, devalued, commodified by this, mm-hmm. whatever this is, and that there is no tangible evidence that there is anything other there than seasonal flu. And I, I don't know how many people are, are going to end up dead behind this, but I know it's going to be a massive genocide. Anyway, girls, we've got about four minutes left here. 
Uh, Kazi, did you have anything to say before we wind up? I just have so enjoyed this hour with so many good friends, and we've had fun things to talk about and not so fun things to talk about. But I hope people that really appreciate listening and knowing that they're not alone in these battles that they're going through and that they didn't do anything to cause it and that they can find a way to have some enjoyment too. But yeah. and the hopeful yeah. the hopeful stories that we have a few cases here in Wisconsin that we're like, wait, the judge is actually doing their job correctly. How is this happening? Like that, <laughs> we should be like that should be a normal. But you're like, we're like whoa, whoa, yeah. you're like we have so, to hyper scrutinize this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's going well, on? They're doing their job. Well, they yeah. don't want to so end I, up in a uh, a Netflix movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they know there's some they know there's some mean girls here in Wisconsin. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not mean girls, but girls there for justice. There you go. Yes, you're right. Yep. We, we called mean girls, but we're girls for justice. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, have you have you girls noticed that the majority, not all, but the majority of people who are standing up fighting this are female? Yes. Yeah, because we're yeah. the number one people that are targeted. You know that, Mark? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Women are the number one Thank targeted. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I didn't realize I so know. more women are targeted than men. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's see, I didn't know that. So mine was my, was my uncle. Oh, yeah, wow. A, it's not, it, men are not exempt from it, but it's the more common standard to have women because men, just because Angela and I were talking about this, Men are just more usually like, oh, they're tougher and people are afraid to confront them and they have military backgrounds. But once they go away, even with their military background, they'll target the woman. Yes. It doesn't mean that a man is so bad that they won't, right? Yeah. Right. Well, they don't want, they stand more of having a battle uh, because that man will stand Mm -hmm. up and fight, you know, where women, Mm -hmm. especially older women, will just succumb. They just, you know, um, mm-hmm. My God, it's hard to be a woman. It just is. We mm-hmm. get nailed from and, one direction after another. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and women women live longer than men. You know, statistically, mm-hmm. women live longer. So all of the assets then from that marriage get um, right. switched over to right. the you know to that right. woman. So that's why I think they get targeted. And if yeah. I'm correct. Yeah. Oh, that sounds I think right. So too. Now, yeah. what percentage of glory hogs are men or women? I think uh, they men. tend to be more women. They really, glory hogs? Women. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, about seven times out of ten, they'll be female, which surprises me. But women were supposed to be running the world and not men. And you can tell that by the way men are built as opposed to the way women are built. Women are the hunter-gatherers, and men are the warriors. And this is just the way of the world, and the reason I believe, and I truly believe this, everything is so messed up, men weren't supposed to be running anything. They can't get out from behind their zipper for five seconds. And <laughs> yeah, women, that's true. women should be running it. Sweeties, we only got 30 seconds left here. I have to shut this down. Um, thanks for coming on, girls. I truly appreciate it. And Kazi, as always, Thank you for the hog report. 
Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I love it. Guys, so does our audience. You bet. Thank and you. then everybody, a reminder, these Good shows night. are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Good night. Good night.